Since being sworn in in January, a lot has been going on. While legislating in Harrisburg and representing my district, I've been able to work with a lot of different legislators here in Harrisburg and learn a lot about what is important, not just for my district, but also throughout the Commonwealth. As we continue this series of episodes, we're going to highlight our experiences as freshman legislators in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives and also use this opportunity to introduce some of my colleagues as well as other freshman legislators. Fresh Takes continues to take a dive into the work that we are doing here in the House as a Republican caucus, um, which has led us to our six-month benchmark. Today, joining me to discuss some of these issues and topics that are important to the people of Pennsylvania and the 125th District, as well as uh, the guest representative's district, is Representative Joe Ham. As always, I am Joe Kerwin, State Representative of the 125th Legislative District, representing parts of Dauphin and Schuylkill Counties, and this is Fresh Takes. Joe, I want to thank you for joining me today as we have entered our first legislative break after tackling some of the most pressing issues to Pennsylvania, uh, as well as passing a nearly $40 billion budget. Coming out of budget season here in Pennsylvania, we've had legislation that has been passed by the House dealing with vaccine passports that we also watched the governor veto, as well as HB 1300, the House Election Integrity Reform Bill, which was also vetoed by Governor Wolf earlier in the summer. I know for my first six months here, all the previous issues that I mentioned have been truly important to constituents in my district. I wanted to give you a chance first to introduce yourself Give us a little bit about your background and why you decided to uh, run for office and be a member of the legislature. And also, if you could tell us a little bit about your district that you represent as well. Yeah, well, thank you, uh, Representative Kerwin, for uh, the opportunity to join you today. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, my name is Representative Joe Ham, and I serve the 84th District, which is uh, parts of Union County and a large portion of Lycoming County. I cover about 44 municipalities, uh, 42 of those in Lycoming County and two in Union County. Uh, look, I have uh, lived a life of service, uh, joined the Volunteer Fire Service at 15 years old, uh, spent over 15 years in the fire service, uh, coached Little League and Babe Ruth baseball, uh, loved the game of baseball, but you know, really enjoyed uh, working with our youth and, and uh, teaching them the game and life lessons. Uh, joined uh, the Pennsylvania Army National Guard and, and uh, was a part of the first of the 109th Infantry Company. Uh, served in Iraq uh, on an uh, active duty 18-month tour. Uh, and then when I come home, finished uh, schooling at Lock Haven University of Pennsylvania, and I uh, got my BA in political science and leadership studies, and uh, you know wanted to, to serve my community. And so I ran for township supervisor, served uh, as a township supervisor for nine years, seven of those years as chairman of my board, and uh, and then served as a borough manager in Jersey Shore Borough, uh, far western part of Lycoming County for eight and a half years, and uh, chaired the Republican Party party of Lycoming County for four years uh, from December of 2016 uh, till June of 2020. And so, uh, you know, I've lived a life of service, serving my community, uh, serving my country, and now I am just so humbled and honored uh, to be able to serve the 84th District and serve in this Commonwealth. Just a little bit about my district. Uh, you know, we're, we're a very rural uh, district and uh, a lot of uh, farmers and, and agriculture that, that goes on in the 84th district. And we got our, our borough 
boroughs that are tight-knit communities. Uh, and so it is really, truly an honor to serve the great people of the 84th District. Well, Joe, I just want to thank you for all of your service to the state, your community, as well as the country. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. You have a very interesting background. You're very well suited to serve the 84th District. Also, your district sounds very similar to the 125th. We're very rural. Um, and also, uh, you know, we, we are a very strong Republican district as well. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, and I'm sure this is important in your district, it's important in mine, is the governor's veto of Senate Bill 618, which is the vaccine passport prohibition. Um, I've heard a lot from my constituents with concerns, whether they be college-age constituents, older constituents, um, and folks that ha have businesses, they're worried about this government mandate of vaccines and the requirement to have the COVID-19 vaccine to um, go to different facilities, to go to government facilities, and also private businesses and educational institutions requiring the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, what have you been hearing in the 84th? Uh, so so in, in the 84th district, uh, we're very concerned uh, with uh, the notion of government uh, intruding in our lives, telling us, uh, you know, what giving us medical advice. Quite honestly, we need to get government out of our lives, and uh, and you know, it's time for the governor to to realize uh, that you know we weren't born with silver spoons in our mouths like he was. Uh, it's time that we back government out of our lives, and and we just get back to, uh, you know, our small town values, and, and we allow families to make those decisions. That is a family uh, decision on, on whether or not they want to uh, be vaccinated or not. That is not a government decision. And, and let's be clear, um, you know, our college age uh, students, our K through 12 students, you know, we should be worried about educating them, providing them quality education, not concerned with what vaccination they have or don't have. And uh, so I, I'm troubled by the governor's veto. I'm troubled that there are those in, in um, state government who believe that the government should be uh, telling us what vaccines we should have and, and really dig into our personal health uh, information. Uh, and, and very troubled, of course, that uh, yesterday the president and his staff have put out that they plan to go door to door to uh, urge people to be vaccinated. Uh, quite honestly, if someone shows up at my door, I can tell you that we will slam the door in their face and let them know that uh, we will make our own decisions when it comes to vaccinations. And so uh, I can tell you that is the overwhelming uh, sediment in the 84th district. And uh, we are going to continue to fight to keep government out of our lives, keep government out of our personal health decisions. And uh, so I, I look forward to just continuing that fight on behalf of the great people of Lycoming and Union County. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I don't believe that the government should have any role in telling people what they should and should not put in their bodies. And I believe that, you know, the Governor Wolf has said to people, has said to the public that he doesn't believe in vaccine passports, but yet he showed, he failed to show that that statement is accurate because he vetoed Senate Bill 618, which leads me to believe that he wants vaccine passports. And as somebody, as a governor that has been failed throughout the entire pandemic with his approach, I, I believe this is another failure. And it's also another 
demonstration of how he doesn't respect our freedom as Pennsylvanians. And like you said, with the president during that press conference yesterday, I was super concerned about that. I had to laugh a little bit, too, because I know what the reaction would be in my district from most of the folks there if there was somebody from the federal government coming door to door to tell you to get vaccinated. I'm sure that the reactions would be very varied and interesting. I know what my reaction would be, and it would probably be telling them to go away, maybe perhaps a little bit more strongly. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, it's something that is extremely concerning to me, and uh, fortunately, I I have a constituency in my district that's also very worried about vaccine passports as well as any sort of government mandate that tells you what you must uh, you know put in your body when it comes to to medicine I'm extremely concerned about the idea of forcing the COVID-19 vaccine on folks especially since it's still in I believe a trial phase it's not an actual approved vaccine yet and I think that we're really you know putting the cart before the horse I don't have any issue with vaccines if you want to get it you should be able to get it that's another part of medical freedom but at the same time if you don't want to have it put in your body you shouldn't be forced to and I'm going to continue to take that stance and I'm glad that you you subscribe to that theory as well and as you can see from Senate Bill 618, the majority, the vast majority of our colleagues here in Harrisburg, both in Senate as well as the House, agree with that. Unfortunately, we have a governor that seems to be void of common sense when it comes to respecting people's freedom. Um, so I, I think it's an issue that we're going to continue need, to need to push back against. Fortunately, since we have taken such a strong stand, I believe that a lot of folks that would implement some sort of vaccine passport requirement in Pennsylvania were put on notice that the General Assembly is not in favor of that type of action. So um, they know that you know we're going to continue to fight back against it push back against this this vaccine passport um, vaccine mandate that's implemented both by government as well as private individuals and i think that you know we have a responsibility as legislators and and folks that have sworn to uphold the constitution and personal freedom to continue to to make sure that vaccine passports don't come to fruition here in pennsylvania yeah, I, I agree, Joe. And, and quite honestly, uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about, you know, it's still in the trial phase. It's an emergency use authorization. It is not an approved vaccine. And, uh, you know, that that's the troubling part on all this is uh, obviously it's not been through the rigorous process that most vaccines go through. It's an emergency use authorization. And, uh, you know, we've seen the effects of it. We've uh, read the the. Uh, concerns from doctors across this nation, uh, you know, with the effects to, to children and the effects of, you know, heart inflammation and, and some of those troubling trends that we are seeing uh, with this emergency use authorization. And, uh, you know, and yet we have a governor and we have a, a president who uh, have decided to, to take a go it alone approach and, and they don't uh, tend to, to want to listen to what these doctors are expressing these concerns and they're just pushing along. And so, you know, I am uh, just really glad that we have uh, representatives like yourself, Joe, and uh, many of our colleagues who are willing to stand up uh, for individual liberties, stand up for the people of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania and, and, and tell government that uh, you don't have a decision in what we put in our bodies or, or you know, not uh, that 
that is a personal decision. That is a, an individual liberties issue, and we will continue to fight uh, for liberty uh, here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. On well, the same vein of talking about continuing to fight for liberty as well as the, the people of Pennsylvania, and also you know noting that the governor seems to be on a veto spree, we we passed HB 1300, which was an all-encompassing election integrity bill. Uh, recently, a couple weeks ago, that the governor decided to veto. Now, what have you been hearing in your district when it comes to the election? I'm sure I have a pretty good idea what you're hearing, because I'm probably hearing the same thing and that a lot of folks are concerned. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it is probably, it, it is the number one issue in the 84th district. I hear every day from constituents their concerns uh, with the election process that occurred in November of 2020. Uh, they are concerned when a governor, a, a disgraced secretary of state uh, who had to resign, uh, and a, a activist Supreme Court uh, start making decisions that the Constitution uh, uh, mandates that the legislature make. And so, uh, quite honestly, people are fed up. People want uh, election reform in the, here in the 84th district, uh, same as uh, your district, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, we're disappointed in, in the governor's veto of 1300. You know, quite honestly, the governor never come to the table. The governor didn't want to talk about election reforms. Uh, the governor uh, really never showed a good faith effort. And, and that's what we've seen from this governor. It's his, his go-it-alone approach, his king-wolf uh, uh, you know, I'm going to rule and you're just going to listen. Uh, you know, look, Pennsylvanians uh, sent Governor Wolf a strong message uh, in the, the primary election when they said enough of this. Uh, we want co-equal branches of government. We want, you know, our, our General Assembly, the, the governor and uh, the executive, legislative and judicial branches uh, working together and not, uh, you know, one person running the show. And so, you know, clearly the governor didn't get that message loud enough because he has now decided uh, that he knows better, uh, better on vaccines. He knows better on uh, elections. And uh, so we got to continue to fight. And, and look, uh, voter ID numbers are through the roof. Uh, the last three polls out. And, and let me be honest, these polls have not been uh, uh, typical friendly polls to Republicans and conservatives. These were polls done by the AP, polls done by Franklin and Marshall, uh, polls done by CNN. And, and those numbers, those results have showed an overwhelming support for voter ID, uh, ID at the polls. And and that's 74%. Uh, uh, one poll showed, and 80%. Another poll showed. Uh, the bottom line is, Pennsylvanians and Americans want voter identification. Uh, if you are showing up to vote, you should be showing an ID. And if you are asking for a mail-in ballot, you should be showing an ID uh, to prove that you are who you say you are, and that you are a legal voter in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I agree. The numbers don't lie. That's what the people want. And it's funny with the governor, you know, he has this go it alone approach, but the people of Pennsylvania have continuously said throughout 2020 until now, 2021, that they don't like that approach. They gave Republicans the majority in the state Senate. In the House of Representatives, the Republican majority was increased from 110 to 113. And the governor has been reined in through the yes campaign, uh, 
both the amendment questions number one and two passing with a wide majority of the vote, well over 50 percent. And the people of the Commonwealth continue to show that they don't trust this governor to be given unilateral control as well as unified government, um, and they don't trust his decision-making process. And I think that if we take the voter ID question to the folks of Pennsylvania, it will pass overwhelmingly. And again, the governor will be rebuked on his uh, ideology of trying to restrict freedom and also trying to work against common sense ideas which Pennsylvanians want. Absolutely agree. And, and I got to tell you, you know, the, uh, the a couple other aspects of, of HB 1300, you know, signature verification. Uh, when we walk in on Election Day and we vote in person, we sign uh, that book and uh, they are looking at our signature to make sure that it, it you know, has a resemblance of our signature. And, and so signature verification should be done on uh, whether you're in person, whether that is a mail in ballot, an absentee ballot, you should have to verify that signature and make sure that that is the individual uh, who uh, was voting. And, and so that was in there. And, and uh, quite honestly, you know, make clear that Election Day is Election Day. And so at 8 p.m. on Election Day, the election is over and, and votes can't come in for three more days and continue to be counted. Uh, those are common sense, uh, uh, common sense pieces of HB 1300. And, and it's disappointing uh, to see that this governor, uh, again, take the go-it-alone approach even though Pennsylvanians have overwhelmingly told him that uh, that is not the approach uh, they want. Uh, it is uh, just disappointing to see a governor who refused to come to the table and work with us, uh, refused to negotiate, and uh, just uh, uses a swipe of the pen uh, to tell Pennsylvanians that he knows better. Well, I, I really look forward to continuing to hold this governor accountable, especially as he enters his lame duck period where he has less than two years left in his term. I think that we as a, as a majority in the House can continue to work to make sure that the governor works for the people of Pennsylvania and not some ideology that's uh, influencing him to move left on a vast majority of things. Um, I, I, again, I look forward to working for election integrity here in Pennsylvania with you and, and like-minded folks like you to ensure that we continue to have free and fair elections in Pennsylvania and that we don't go through the debacle that we had in November of 2020. Now, looking forward to the future, you and I have both prime-sponsored legislation as part of a lobbying reform package that has been introduced. It does have the, uh, the support of the Speaker of the House behind it. Um, what made you want to sign on to that legislation, Joe? Yeah, uh, Joe, great point. Look, we gotta we gotta change Harrisburg, right? Uh, quite honestly, we continue to watch Harrisburg spin its wheels and uh, uh, not get much done. And special interest groups and lobbyists have a lot of power uh, in Harrisburg. And you know, the message I have for Pennsylvanians is that not on our watch. We are coming uh, to make sure that there is transparency in Harrisburg, that special interest groups don't have the power that they, they currently uh, wield around uh, in the Capitol, and that, you know, we just hold them accountable. There has to be accountability. And so when this uh, package of bills was uh, discussed and put forward, I, I was eager to sign on because I believe government works best when it's transparent, it's open, 
And uh, so I knew that, that something needed done. Uh, we needed to rein in uh, our special interest groups and rein in lobbyists uh, who, quite honestly, at times, I, I believe, cross uh, the line of uh, ethics uh, in Harrisburg. So it was important to, to bring that reform forward, and, and I look forward to fighting uh, for the lobbyist reform package uh, to make sure that our government's more honest, more trustworthy, and more transparent. I'm glad that you think that way, because I think the same way. I signed on because it's obviously I know that the people of Schuylkill County as well as Northern Dauphin County often feel like they're left behind in Harrisburg and that their voices are outweighed by those of lobbyists and special interest groups. So I think that this is a great way, again, just like with election integrity, which we can restore transparency to state government and also build back some credibility in state government because Pennsylvania often gets labeled as one of the most corrupt states when it comes to state government. And I think, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with special interest groups and having a stance on certain things, but we need to make sure that their voices in the special interest and lobbying circles don't dilute the voices of the people that sent us to Harrisburg to do a job. And, you know, that's why I signed on. I'm sure that's just, you know, we're on the same wavelength there. That's why you signed on in the legislation and prime sponsored legislation as part of the lobbying reform package. And I look forward to getting it done because it hasn't been done in 15 years. And uh, I think that we have the perfect opportunity to do it. We have the momentum to push forward. And at the end of the day, I'm fairly certain it's going to be bipartisan legislation. Absolutely. And, and look, you know, Pennsylvanians want this. Pennsylvanians uh, have continuously questioned uh, what goes on in Harrisburg and questioned uh, some of the things that they have seen. And, and uh, you know, when we have legislators and, and senators and, you know, taking trips to Europe and, and uh, Las Vegas and, and all over the, the, the world and nation, um, you know, with lobbyists and special interest groups, I think that's uh, troubling for most. And so it's time that we rein in uh, the good old boys club and, and we get uh, to work for the people of Pennsylvania. And so I, I'm proud to be a part of uh, the legislators fighting for lobbyist reform. Uh, and I know you are. And, and we're going to work hard to, to get that done. I think we have a great opportunity. And, and I agree. I believe it will be bipartisan support uh, that will get that across the finish line, uh, you know, in this session. Well, I'm glad to stand side by side with people like you, Joe. Um, and you're such a strong voice in the in the House, and it's it's great to have folks like you that share the same ideology as myself, uh, pro freedom and uh, pro growth here in Pennsylvania. I want to thank you again for joining me. I wish you the best of luck with the continuing of your constituent activities in uh, your district throughout the summer. Sounds like you're really doing a great job in crushing it in your district and making sure that everybody gets to see uh, some of you throughout the summer. So uh, I applaud you on that, and I wish you the best of luck. And thanks again, Joe, for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Joe. I appreciate uh, you taking, uh, giving me the opportunity and, and taking some time to, to uh, discuss these important issues and uh, going on in Harrisburg. And, you know, I, I want the people of Northern Dolphin and Schuylkill County to know that you're a great representative for them, and you're working hard on their behalf, and you're certainly taking their voice to Harrisburg. And so it's, it's an honor to serve with you side-by-side uh, -side with you, and I look forward uh, to continuing to fight for Pennsylvanians with you uh, over the next year. Uh, year and a half. Thank you so much, Joe. I'm Joe Kerwin. Please make sure to tune in for another episode of Fresh Takes.